hello. Uh, just a quick message before we roll into episode three. Just wanted to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. We've had uh, some really cool feedback from some very cool people. People are listening to the podcast, which is uh, what we want. Like, that's one of the reasons why we make this. We want people to, you know, hear it. It's one of the reasons we put it out on the internet. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. A couple of quick things. Um, if you're going to Gallifrey One in Los Angeles, we will be doing a live uh, a live show on the Friday at 7 p.m. in Program B. Um, we've actually done the live show twice before with uh, slightly different players. Dan was one of the original players. He's he's the only one who survived. We did have a kind of a battle royale situation uh, a few months ago to determine who would be on the podcast, and, and Dan was the victor. So congratulations, Dan. Um, but the way that we typically do the live show is... We have all of the players pick a doctor and a companion, and then we do a roll at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the show to see who's going to be playing as the doctor. So it won't be um, part of this story with these characters. Um, if you've been to Galley before, if you've seen the live show, you know what to expect. If this is your first Galley, or you've been to Galley and you haven't seen us uh, perform before, do please come by. We'd really appreciate it, and we'd love to uh, hang out with you a little bit afterwards, if you like. Um, yeah, uh, feel free to check us out on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We are RassalonPod on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we also have a YouTube channel, which we're mostly just using to upload episodes of the show. You can find that by just searching for The Game of Rassilon on YouTube. That's pretty much it. We're going to jump into the episode. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, the next time you hear my voice, I will be killing everyone. That's not true. Previously on The Game of Rassilon. We're called Epoch Talent. My name is Russell Turner. I am the head of uh, Talent Acquisition. It is my job to make sure that people such as uh, such as these individuals are plucked at, out of near the end of their timeline, normally near when history records that they went missing or died. What we do gives them a new lease on life. It extends their life far further into the future than they ever thought possible. But you don't give them a choice. You're still you're still treating them like belongings. Like you're treating them as if they are assets you've called them assets your name is asset acquisition you you are not talking about human beings in a way that that reflects their sentience uh i am going to send a signal from my phone mm-hmm. to the chip in his neck to suddenly blast him with audio I, to incapacitate <laughs> rad, i love that rad deal and then i want to slug it. <laughs> all right the security guard turns to you and pulls off her helmet we don't have much time we have to destroy this machine now. My name is Ria, and I've been working with a small resistance group who uh, have been... We've been trying to bring down Epoch Talent. We know what they're doing, and we've been trying to bring them down. I've been able to get inside. But I want to give them the opportunity to go home first. I can't take that choice from them like some, like like Russell did. I can't hang around and have this conversation. There's, there's going to be security here any minute. I've got to act now. I'm sorry. They run out of the room. The door closes behind you, and you hear from the inside... Uh, a muffled explosion of equipment and gadgetry. Well, it's done. I guess none of us are going home now.
Hey, what's up, yo? We you want to try that again? No. Strong We left start. on a cliffhanger. I'm Doctor Who, and I'm here to save nope. that I'm here to save the world in a major way. <coughs> All right, I'm going to leave, and it's been Sonic nice. I've got my Sonic, and i got my ship. <laughs> no one is irreplaceable. <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah, funny. I'm going to call that bluff. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Earhart fell out of a plane. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Amelia go. Earhart died on the way back to her home planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Where's Amelia? Introducing what a, a new character, Bamelia Earhart. <laughs> Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> uh, so you guys are standing outside of the uh, the TCM room, which has been blown up by a bomb that Rhea placed. There is now no way to return any of the temporarily displaced persons back to their respective time zones. Uh, you are currently standing, and this is the three of you, the Doctor, Travis, Millie, Barcode and Kazar Napster, whose name I every time I say his name I want to say Private Eye afterwards. Kazar Napster, Private Eye. Well, maybe that's like, what he does for a living. No one's asked him. So Ria says, uh, "So I didn't really think I'd get this far, um, but the next thing we have to do is uh, we need to bring this organization down, and the best way to do that uh, we need to get back to uh, to Russell Turner's office." We need to access his computer. We need to transmit uh, the company's manifesto and transport logs uh, out so that the people, the press, the people in the world can see what they've been up to. Um, just one problem. Uh, the easiest way for us to do that is, so far no one else knows that I'm anything other than a regular ordinary security guard. I may look like a regular ordinary security guard, but actually I'm secretly a witch. No. Um, thanks for the applause. I appreciate that. The podcast, dude. Yeah. I'll put I mean, some in. You guys, thanks. Uh, thanks. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate. Uh, this makes me feel good. Uh, the applause that they're dropping in post. <laughs> we can move freely through the building. I could escort you guys, but typically security guards travel in pairs. Um, so it's immediately going to look suspicious if I'm walking around with the three of you. Um, so I think our best bet is probably going to be finding another uniform. Oh my god, I get to be Luke Skywalker. I don't I don't understand that reference. Oh, you said Luke you, Skywalker. You said you're from the 70s. Uh, never mind. It's late <laughs> 70s. Um all right. Um do you think they're still going to be worried about protocol when there's been a bomb blown up in the basement? They're going to I mean we we need to move now because they're definitely going to be heading down this way. I well mean, then what are we doing here? That's a great question. Let's go. Uh and and she immediately starts running down a hallway. I look at him and I start running down the hallway after her. I run too and say, is this just going to be a lot of running? Yeah, it tends to be. Lots of hallways. Okay. Corridors. Um, So she runs and she stops at uh, a a pair of double doors and she says, okay, so this is, uh, this is one of the, uh, the locker rooms for the security guards. Now, right now, everyone's, there's not going to be anyone in there or there might not be anyone in there. I don't know. Hey, I don't know, but I do know that there are uniforms. In there, we're definitely going to need to go in and get a uniform uh, so that we can move freely through the base. Uh, So I guess the question is, who wants to sneak into uh, a a possibly packed... (laughs) I haven't really thought this part through. Who wants to do this? Barcode immediately goes, not it. I don't mind giving it a whirl. After all, all that's going to be is a bunch of soldiers in there, and so I just immediately walk through the door. Well, I guess she voted. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
She's pretty good at punching. That's fair. Okay, so you're gonna. I'm gonna go into the room. Okay. All right. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna hang out here. Hopefully, pretty much all of security is elsewhere in the building. Um, but we need to be able to bolt you know, at a moment's notice if we get seen. Um, it's a locker room. Yeah. There's... I think she already went in. Oh, I took off my jacket, just kind of like slunk it to the floor, and just waltzed right in like I own the place. I, sh- I should let you know yeah. this is because you're from the the 1930s. Yeah. I've been here for a couple of years. Um. Attitudes are a little different in the 51st century. Um, so this is a, I'm going to say co-ed locker room. Oh, honey, that's not going to be a problem for me. Uh, well, I mean, considering the big deal you made about Barcode's, like, situation with his, his implants. Are there more robots back there? Oh, robots would be nice. It. I'm very confused. And uh, Rhea turns to the doctor and says, it's, it's a co-species locker room. So there are going to be... Oh, oh, um, oh, so, uh, spoiler, uh, aliens exist and they're probably in there. Well, I'm always up for a challenge. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I, uh, I kind of want to see the aliens. <laughs> you should have volunteered. <laughs> All right. Um, so, would you like to enter the locker room? Yes. I a weird thing for I me think to she say. basically like did it three times. Yeah. So. Um, She's so, come up. I've got 27 uniforms. Um, I'm going to take a deep yeah, breath. Well. And because I have a good trait of brave, uh, which can give a plus two <clears throat> bonus to any resolve roll when a character uh, could get scared or or need courage. So, like, if I walk in and it's like a big shock, I have like plus two to my resolve. All right. So, uh, she immediately walks in and uh, and starts to go over to one of the lockers. And is this Okay. Like, so there are there are definitely a couple of guards in here that mm-hmm. are kind of halfway through getting changed. Mm-hmm. One of them is basically humanoid, but is three it has three legs and is uh, like lime green. Okay. So um, do I need to roll for resolve? Yeah, I'm gonna have you do resolve and subterfuge because you are you are doing the old sneakeroo. Oh, I'm not sneaking. I want to go oh. in like I like I'm one of the crew. Oh, uh, yeah. In which case, yeah, that's I would say that that is gonna be uh, sub uh, resolve and probably convince. Uh, uh, I was gonna say charisma. I would add into that. So yeah, um, just because I have I'm charming, so I get a yeah. plus two when I'm trying to charm. My so workers. yeah, so we'll go with um, we'll go with resolve and uh, convince because you are trying to act All like right. you uh, you own the place, you know mm-hmm. the place. Mm-hmm. Nine. Oh, I'm, so I'm starting with a nine. Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, you, you just walk in and there's a, there's a couple of, couple of, uh, uh, security guards in there. There's the lime green person with three legs and there's a, a, a woman, a human woman just kind of standing there and they're, they're kind of getting their gear on and just grumbling yeah. Yeah. generally about the fact that they, they, they were about to clock out. Like yeah. the, uh, the woman's saying, I was about to clock. I can't believe this is the end of my shift. I was, I'm not, I'm only supposed to be here today. Oh, I'm hun. supposed to leave. Say, they had, they didn't, I was going to say, or, uh, a charisma roll really, really yeah. did it. Right? Uh, you bet. Wow, so charming. Me, a human woman is really bad at charisma. Uh, she was speaking well, to her in her native tongues. Yeah. Anyway, enough mouth noises into the microphone. But um, yeah, they've got us on quite of a quite a bit of a tight shift here. I couldn't even. Uh, I was already out of my uniform, and you know, just I I already handed mine in. I've got to find a new spot to uh, to grab a new one. Do you have a good idea where I could do that? The green guy with the three legs says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she does it with like a little bit of like a flourish. <laughs> you know? You know. Anybody can help a girl out. That would be great. 
The the the, the green one with three legs uh, says, uh, you, "There's quite a fast patter you've got there." Uh, well, uh, I don't think I recognize you. Are you are you new? Why, yes. They only brought me on about a few days ago, but I've been in training, and you know how it is. Oh, where where did they take you from? What a good-looking question. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, you know, one of the one of the lower levels. I, you know, I, I got a, I got an uncle who knows a guy who knows a guy. You know. And the woman says, "Ah, oh, I was taken from the twenty-third century." So. Oh shoot! Well, you know, nepotism and all. But anyway, where's the <laughs> uniform that I was uh, that I was talking about before? Again, I'm still learning the ropes around here. The guy with the green, the the, the green skin and the three legs says, "Uh." Is this, are you new? Like, yes, your... we just established that this was right, going to be... but the, the, the thing I'm trying to ask, I mean, that's basic orientation stuff. I know, I'm a little forgetful again. <laughs> Not exactly trained for this, just more of a nepotism thing. Where, where have you been assigned? Where have I been assigned to this room to go help out? Apparently there was some trouble down the hall. Okay, well, okay, well, the uniforms are just over there. We're, I'll tell you what. I'm immediately going to go over while he's talking yeah. and start to put one on. Yeah. And uh, he says, "I tell you what, we'll, we'll, we should probably." And he looks to the woman and says, "Jane, you think we should probably tag along with her, right? Make sure that she's safe and that she knows where." And 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 the woman Jane goes, "Yeah, that's probably not a." Not oh, my a partner's right idea. outside. You're totally fine. We're no, just waiting. No, no, no. Listen, it's really no trouble. We know what it's like to be new, and you know what? Oh, we but just we just want to help. You know, just trying try to help. You know. Here's the thing. We're here together, right? Oh, uh, you bet. We are here together, but. At the same time, if we're being completely honest, I had a little bit of a nip from my locker before I was able to officially clock out. And I know you guys want to get home. You want to party. You want to do your thing. Um, you know, let me, let me handle this one. What are they going to do? Fire me? The, the daughter of an uncle's uncle's uncle? Don't oh, worry don't, about you it. You don't want to get fired. Oh, I know. Because you'll, I mean, you literally. They kill you. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> How quickly did Millie intuit that? Oh, pretty quickly. <laughs> she says, yeah, I, if this is your first day, I mean, you really shouldn't be on your own anyway, even with a partner. You should, we'll go, we'll go with you. We'll go with you. Yeah, when we were going out anyway, I'm sure that there's plenty of security going to investigate the explosion. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just go with you. We'll just, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go with you on this one. You know what I'm gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna take this moment to, is there any interesting tech around the room that I can see that like... Actually, I will tell you what you have, mm -hmm. uh, on the uniform, which I'm assuming you're now wearing. Yes. It has a utility belt, which comes okay. with a stun pistol. Uh, it has, uh, a, a pair of, uh, futuristic handcuffs. Um, and a small, um, what looks like it might be, uh, like a grappling gun, but it doesn't, it doesn't look like any kind of grappling gun. That you have seen either in real world, in the real world, or in like, you know, action adventure serials at All the right. theater. Cool. Is there like a pillar or something in this locker room? Uh, let's see. Roll for pillar. Or like a shower, like rod, like any kind of like a rod or or a, a window maybe with some bars on it, something like that. Uh, if you want to spend three story points, yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's have some fun. Let's let's mess around. Um. So yeah, so out of all of those options, what would be in this room? What do, what do you want? Paint, uh, uh, there's tell me, tell bars on the windows. That would be great. Okay, yeah, well, there, there are windows that look out of the city, and they've got they've got bars on them. Holy moly! And I immediately go over to the window and start looking out. What the heck is that? They walk over. They kind of look at each other, and then like uh, Jane says, "All right." Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. And then they walk over and they look out the window. Don't you see it? Right there. There. What, what are we, what are, what are we, what are we looking at? What um, is... I want to take the handcuffs and wrap it around the bar and snap both of them to it. Okay, uh, we will make this, oh my word, uh, we will make this, um. So like, no, no, like, I want to take their hands and be like, right there! And like. Um, yeah, we're gonna make this roll, uh, we're gonna make it coordination and, I think probably subterfuge. Cool. Then in that case, coordination and subterfuge. Oh wow, so that's a good easy. Eight. Eight? Eight. Eight. Oh, it's real bad. Oh, no, that's not good. You no. did not. No. I You're didn't. like fumbling with the... Mm-hmm. You just don't do it. Yeah. It's not, it's not a no but or a no and. It's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you... if I mean, you can use story points to change a role. Uh, no, I think that. at that point in time, I'm going to give a hearty, well, that's an unexpected how to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, they... They immediately pull their, their stun pistols on you. And, That's and Jane says, fair. uh, uh, what are you doing? Who are you? The how to do was going to be, uh, like louder than average so that okay. maybe people outside could maybe hear. Okay. Yeah. You guys hear that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably fine. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, then, all right. So I guess we go rushing in. Okay. Uh, you rush in to the, to the scene. There, there are two people with, uh, stun pistols pulled on, uh, on, on Millie. Can so, I, can I get a cool line in? Uh, yeah. I'm Amelia Earhart and I want my plane back. And then they run it. I don't <laughs> I want know. my family back. Okay. So, uh. I turn to the doctor. She's Amelia Earhart? <laughs> Spoilers! Alright, um, okay. Um, uh, so this, this is, has <laughs> gotten out of hand. Okay, so this is a scene, um, so I want everyone to declare their intent. Right now, the two people with the pistols are absolutely ready to shoot. You bet. Okay. Um, I am going to spend a story point for okay. mine, and I'm going to do a talk, but I'm going to use a story point for my talk. Okay. Cool. Uh, I am going to do a do. You're going to do a do? Yeah. What do, what's the do? Uh, are I'm going to do the do. Is it, are you going to chug yeah. them out and do? I'm going to see if there is anything nearby, like basically a locker closer to the door that I could then grab or use to my advantage or our advantage. And I, for some reason, I thought you were going to say hide behind or in, and that didn't <laughs> happen. Uh, I'm going to like a little disappointed. Um, uh, I'm clumsy, not a so, coward. So what are, you, what are you hoping to accomplish with the, with a locker? Uh, to see if there's, uh, like a stun gun or because uh, I'm going in blind mm-hmm. I basically want to see if there is something that I can use in this situation I but you have to tell me what I see okay uh, that's if you want to find something specific that's going to be a story point I, I don't I, okay. I want to know what's there I'm going to work with right. what's in front I'm of gonna, me I'm going to roll for that and we'll, cool. we'll just play that one by ear great um, Millie what is what are you going to do at least I'm, I think you may have already said what you want to do, but oh, just to recap. I'm probably going to try to talk my way out, because I'm very much so hands up, guns in my face. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I guess, Doctor and Millie, which which one of the two of you would like to talk first? I would love for the Doctor to talk okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I come in, and I hold up my psychic paper, and I say, congratulations, you have passed your drill. To the, uh, I say it to uh-huh. the security guards. Okay, and they look at you and say, drill? And I, I had the psychic paper in their face. And I guess we were uh, inspecting your readiness. Uh, we, we set the alarm. We, and now I'm doing your voice again. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, um, yes, see, we were having a, a 
a, we were having an inspection of the readiness and the ability to detect a imposter amongst the mists of security guards. And uh, so we've sent, of course, a very inept in- imposter to see how well you would actually uh, pick up on clues that were dropped. And you did extraordinarily. So congratulations. Uh, you have passed and you will definitely get high marks on your, on your next uh, employee evaluation. I'm like slowly lower my hair. Are you joining? Congratulations! In? Are you joining in with this? Uh, once she starts clapping, yes. Okay. So, uh, the way that psychic paper works uh, shows the viewer whatever the user wants them to see, uh, or whatever the viewer thinks they uh, ought to see. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's you're going to spend that story point mm-hmm. on that psychic paper. The psychic paper comes with one story point. Yep, I'm spending so that. So you're one. spending that. Yep. Um, uh, I'm going to have you do a. Um, uh, presence and convince. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a buff on the. Uh, I'm going to give you a plus two for the psychic paper. Mm-hmm. And then if you have any other traits that will help you out, absolutely. Charming. Charming will give you a plus two. Okay. Um, that's probably all I can use. For, I don't want to like overdo it. So uh, well, I have distinctive. Does that probably not help in this one? So yeah, charming. I'll do this one. So charming presence. Is it plus two for the psychic paper? Yeah, I'll give you plus two for the so, psychic paper. Okay, I'm, I'm starting at thirteen. And I've got a five, so that's going to make it 18. 18? Okay. Um, Jane, uh, the security guard, looks at you and says, uh, oh, okay. Um, are, so are you, are you actually a security guard or are you an actor? Oh. She says to Millie. I'm a, a sister of a nephew of a nephew of a, of an intern. Don't worry about it. I'm just an intern. Okay. Um, well, I guess we're pretty good. Uh, is there? Do we get any kind of any kind of reward or perk for? Oh, yes, you'll you'll get very high marks on your next uh, your next employee evaluation. So that when you're evaluated, your your uh, your quick wittedness and your keen sense of detail will be mocked, and you will be uh, rewarded for it. Maybe perhaps a pay bump. I don't know. I have to talk to the boys upstairs, but we'll find out. The three-legged green alien says, "Okay, I listen. I'm going to level with you." I want employee of the month. I feel like I've earned it. I've been through a lot of these tests. A lot of these tests. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's my time. I feel like it's my time to shine. I feel like... <laughs> come here. Come. Did the like... Steven Intag on? <laughs> yes. What's his name? Fnarg. Fnarg? Come here, Fnarg. Come here. Come here. Can I, like, give Fnarg a hug? Give Fnarg a hug? I just want recognition. I just want recognition. I kind of, like, scuttle my way over to where Travis is, like, slowly putting my hands down. Now I'm being like, does this happen all the time? As you're doing I have no idea. Great. Cool. And then I'm, like, while I'm hugging him, and uh, where is, okay, what's the, so Snarf... Snarg. 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 F-N-A-R-G. Okay, and the other one's Jane? Jane. Snarg and Jane. Okay, are they looking, are they, is Jane looking at me right now, or is she looking at them, or what's happening? Jane is, Jane has taken a step back. She was not expecting this kind of Mm -hmm. emotional reaction from Fnarg, so so she's kind of awkward. Okay. About this. Okay. And then, and I want to, I want to stress, like, Fnarg is very snotty right now. Like, there's a lot of, like, grossness. There are po- there are orifices on his oh, face God. that you did not previously know exist. Like there's snot coming out of his cheeks. His he he his chin is a little bit snotty. What color is this snot? Blue. <laughs> Why not? Those are complimentary colors. <laughs> 
Okay. He's uh, hugging you very tightly. Okay. And you can feel there him like go. wiping his nose on the on the on oh. your on your shoulder. There we go. Suddenly oh, my hand there. spit doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> not, at all, not at all. No, I just let it out. I just I just wanted to be told I'm good at my job. I just wanted to be told I'm good at my job. No, I work so hard. So can I tell you? Mm-hmm. You are very good at your job. <laughs> Got me right away. <laughs> oh, for those of you at home, this is a haunting scene. <laughs> I'm starting to get worried. Yeah, me too. Somebody... All right. <laughs> no, no, I have to... I'm actually crying. <laughs> well, that's all for the game of Rassilon. Thanks acting. for checking in. Who knew that we'd end on episode three? Yeah. Um... <laughs> With a nervous three-legged breakdown. <laughs> yeah. I want Fnarg to come with us. Uh... <laughs> He's the serious <laughs> villain. Uh, he'll be back. Yeah. You've sort of taken me with you. Okay. Uh, I, I, I forgot to mention, Rhea, Barcode, and Kazar were in the room. They've left. They're gone. Okay. This is too much for them. They're just outside again now. That's fair. I just... It's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Oh, it's the best day. Marley, do you need, a, do you need several minutes? <laughs> okay. You guys do stuff. <laughs> I mean, you're what? Having, companion moment. We, okay, cool. It's it, this is you. This is your moment. Yeah, no. You need. To, you need. To, <laughs> <laughs> it's like once you start, you can't get out of it. Oh, you bet. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can do this. You're a professional. This is for a podcast. This is it. Hey, not just anyone can record a podcast, okay? This is important. <laughs> this is a privilege. That's very fair. Okay, so she, while hugging Fenarg, she has, like, looked at Millie, who she assumes still has a security guard uniform on, yeah. and kind of, like, motions to, like, head back out the door while, like, they're distracted. She's like, oh, just... And then, <laughs> since I was next to Travis, I'll go ahead. Come here, come on. Okay. All right. Just kind of noises, yeah. kind of making their way out. That before, look at did I chipmunk? Did I <laughs> did I see anything that would catch my eye in the in the locker? Oh yes. Yeah. Um, so you do that. There's like a uh, you, and you wouldn't recognize it as this, but it's kind of like a like a tablet, like a computer tablet. Um, but it's it's clearly someone's personal property. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I kind of do like yeah. a this. Yeah. Well. Um, I want to. Because I have a trait called Resourceful Pockets, uh-huh. and I just want to dig through my pockets looking for something that I can hand flog that feels like a, an award of some kind. <laughs> like, a, like just anything. Like it's what? I mean, Snarg. I, Snarg. I would have gone for a, a handkerchief Curse first. Sticker. Yeah. Stickers, anyway. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Like, okay, so here's what, here's what it is. Uh-huh. You pull out, and there's, there's, like, a reel of those, like... Uh, uh, like your great stickers that they yeah. give to kids from school, and it's a great big smile and oh, thumbs up. Yes, I was very loud into the mic. So I, I, I take one of those and I just peel it off and I just stick it on Flog's name tag and I say, uh-huh. Flog, Fnarg, your grape. He looks at the sticker and he looks at you, and he goes, 
I kind of, I kind of direct him towards Jane now to cry <laughs> on like, her. Oh no! <laughs> so so Fenog like drapes himself yeah. over Jane, and Fenog is like he's so he like you have never seen a creature in the cosmos in your millennia alive. Uh-huh. You've never seen a creature sh- so grateful and happy. Don't you mean grateful? Grateful. <laughs> oh. Oh, thank you, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you're getting a story point back for that one. Yay! <laughs> um, like he's so like Fnog may be the most grateful, con- grateful, content creature you have ever seen in your entire lives. Oh, um, but Jane is the complete opposite. Oh, of course, Jane looks like you've handed her an albatross with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like. She looks at you dead in the eyes with a, with a, and the look at her eyes. It's like Russell Crowe in Commander of Chief, like, before this war is over, I'm going to kill you. That is such a specific reference. <laughs> that you got wrong. <laughs> this is definitely a patriot. It's but yeah. one of those. I don't no, you said care. Commander of Chief. Commander of Chief. Or Master, or, I don't master know. Of Commander of Chief, I think is what you said. I think you meant Master It was Commander. Halo Master Chief, and it was oh, Russell yeah. Crowe. It was you, he's some... reading it as someone in this museum would have read it. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was I, in canon for the arc, yeah, guys. That so I like, out. I kind of grab, I'm sort of like, like rags and towels in this locker room for people uh-huh. like, like, I kind of wipe down a little bit. And then <laughs> I, um, I purposefully put Fnarg and Jane together this way because it would distract them yes. both. And so we start to leave the room. And one thing that I do is, uh, I also, you do you have keys on you? Does does she have keys from when she stole that the guard uniform? Uh, no, but Rhea has access to. Okay, I wanted to lock the door to the locker room oh. and leave. So that um, if you want to spend a story point and use your Sonic, you could do that. Okay, yeah. So I do that. I like seal the door. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Oh, we have like burning through story points. All right. Um, That's what they're for. Yep. Just make That's puns. True. You get awarded extra. That's true. <laughs> Just um, say grateful, and I'll give you one back. No, I'm not oh going to do God. that. I would um, be grateful if you did. No, that cost you two more stories. No! He's got to be Fair. a new pun. There are rules. Fair. Um, I think yeah. I made a pun earlier and you told me to leave, so I don't know how things, I don't know how things work. Listen, um, I've been reading books and apparently one of the things game masters should not have is consistency. That's fair. It's, so, so yeah, so you're all standing outside the locker room. Uh, Rhea sees uh, a million uniform and is like, okay, fantastic. You look the part. You look great. Um, I think what we should do is head, uh, we should head to, uh, Russell Turner's office and we should absolutely, uh, get those files out there in the public domain. We have to do this. Well, if only someone had told me that when I was in the office on the computer. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I follow whatever this lady does. We're kind of going on the fly here. You guys kind of accelerated our plans. We weren't supposed to blow up the TCM yet. And I'm not supposed to be here. So we're all making new plans today. Don't worry about it. She makes a very good point. In fairness, you were supposed to be like vanishing today one way or another. And you know what? You kind of accomplished that. Spoilers. And they got her way too early. <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. Don't worry about it. No, they. Everyone keeps saying that to me, and you know, you know what? I, 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 do I get to punch that man in the office again? I mean, probably. Okay, good, because I'm feeling very frustrated right now. Okay, doctor. Oh. Can I have? Can I have a sticker? Yes. <laughs> I give him a sticker. Do you, Do you want a sticker? What is a sticker? It's It's like a badge. 
It's sure, me- I would like actually. You, you. It smells good. What? Why? Because. Oh yeah. Oh, it's just. Oh, absolutely. It's a scratch and sniff <laughs> oh, yeah. grape scented yeah. sticker. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> so um I repeat why we, why we, does your paper smell why, why, why wouldn't it it's a grape you, um, you see Barco just kind of like hands in pockets looking down at his feet like I get him one too yeah he does a little jig stickers all around Kazar uh, Psych- says psychic I've got, stickers I've got stickers at home I'm good oh okay I, put, <laughs> I, I had one ready for him and I just put it back in the pocket I just I give it to Rhea <laughs> <laughs> Rhea starts to ugly co- no we're not going to do that um, Rhea's like okay uh, so here's what we're going to do uh, Millie and I we're going to uh, we're going to be we're going to pretend to be guards we're going to we're going to be guards okay and we've got to be leading them through the corridors okay so I need it's got to be like stern straight back gun forward um, and uh, Hun, I've been on a military base before I think we'll perfect. be fine brilliant okay um, and uh, you guys probably best if you put your hands behind your back like I'm not going to cuff you because Oh, I know what I know what we're doing. Don't worry. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Should I be worried? No, no. It's it. It. This one looks like he's having the time of his life over here. So I think we're okay. I, um, I mean, a little bit. Kazar <laughs> uh, Kazar raises his his prosthetic arm and he says, "Can I make a uh, Can I make a pitch?" And he uh, takes his arm and twists it and pulls it off. And he says, uh, uh, he hands it to Millie and he says, "I feel like." It's probably wise that I'm quote unquote disarmed, if you don't mind the expression. I feel like if I'm a threat, this is going to be one of the first things that is going to happen to me. Give me a minute to process the fact that you just took your arm off. Um, this is new. Oh and- God, sorry, 1930. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, she like kind of like like she she eventually. Like, grabs the arm and just kind of yeah. like sticks it under her arm and just, <laughs> this is a big day again big new day <laughs> uh, and Rhea says uh, okay um, uh, uh, Travis do you remember the way back to the office you better believe it okay so you're going to be in front of us uh, but you're leading you're going to lead the way okay okay um, so you do that you walk through the hallways uh, back to the uh, the great glass elevator <laughs> up the side of the building and uh, into uh, the, the the doors open to Russell Turner's office, and the, it is uh, exactly as it was before. There are books on the floor. Um, uh, there's a huge glass window at the back, kind of overlooking the city. That very very nice kind of polished mahogany desk. Lots of potted plants, which I didn't mention earlier because I've just now thought that he probably has potted plants <laughs> that his secretary looks after. Um, and uh, you are about to enter the office when uh, a, a little man uh, uh, steps in front of you and says what are you doing I look at the guards because they're like in charge yeah. so uh, Ria says uh, we uh, we had orders to bring these prisoners to uh, to Russell uh, to Mr. Turner's Shh, damn uh we had a bit of a conundrum, you see. Uh, from what we understand, uh, a couple of these renegades were unfortunately able to break out of their habitats. And uh, we were requested to bring them, too, to Mr. Russell's office. Uh, the, the, little, the little man uh, in, a, in, in the dark suit says, uh, well, didn't this, get, didn't this get dealt with earlier? And why aren't you, weren't you supposed to be dispatched to the explosion in the TCM room? We didn't hear anything about that. We were just told to bring these people here. Well, I... I feel like I, 
I feel like we need to get Mr. Turner up here because this is a, this is an unexpected and unwarranted visit to his office, and I've been given very strict instructions to make sure that no <laughs> one comes in here. Well, you heard the man, and I want to try to punch him out. Okay, which means we're entering a scene. Yes. Uh, does, what does everyone want to do? I, today? It's funny because I was gonna basically stage a prison break and say you'll never take me alive and kick the little man. So that'll be a, that'll be a, a doer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yes. Talkers. Um, I'm trying to think of what I can do. That was I wasn't expecting us to suddenly jump into a combat scene. Um, I, Sorry. Um, no, that's fine. I think it's great. Um, okay. Um, I think the doctor is, is still going to be a talker. I think she's. I think that's just the doctor's natural yeah. reaction to mm-hmm. things is to talk. Okay. Um, Dan, Travis is going to uh, stage a prison break, and yeah, are you going full Chewbacca or are you going to? Yeah, full Chewbacca. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I feel like Rhea is probably going to play along with that, so we'll call we'll make we'll call her action a do as well. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to make some notes here. Uh, so we've got the doctor doing a talk. We've got Travis doing a do. We've got Leah doing the do. <laughs> we have to think of a better term. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no we, we do not. don't. Listen, hey, if there are t-shirts with do the do in that Doctor Who font in three months, we've done our jobs properly. <laughs> like, that's it. And then you're going for the, the punch, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If all else fails then then i will probably i feel like the punch would also naturally follow the the prison break element as well yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. and i I feel Um, like uh, barcode mm -hmm. and kazar napster private eye are going to also (laughs) play along with they're probably going to take your lead um i think i'm going to say because i like that idea so much and i think it's more fun for role play okay i think i think the doctor's talk is just going to be like interrupted by that Okay. I think I, I I want I want Dan to have a good. I think this is a better role. Give play me the thing. first couple yeah. of words that the doctor okay. was about to say. The doctor starts to say. I think I think she was reaching for her psychic paper <laughs> to do the thing again, but is interrupted. <laughs> she's like going like, um, yeah. She's, she's like, right. Uh, congratulations. You You'll never take me alive. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Rhea goes, uh, stop. They're getting away. And uh, 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 barcode uh, like kind of slips. Uh, behind the guy and like crouches behind him. Uh, oh, he's got to get really low if he's a little guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, I would say that uh, Kazar is is uh, wants to uh, like push this little man over Barcode to knock him down. It's the bully yeah. move. Um, yeah. Do you does does Millie want to do her thing first, or do you want to? How do you want to? Because these two can work together on this. Okay. I mean, if they want to restrain him after I punch him, that would be probably yeah, okay. More so, ideal. so how about we do that? How about Millie punches him? Yeah. He goes, he keels yeah. over barcode, yeah. and then because our Napster can just kind of like pin him down. Deal. Okay, let's do that. Awesome. Uh, in which case, uh, Millie, let's have you do a strength and fighting. Deal. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay, so you punch him down. Neat. You punch him square in the jaw. Uh, he goes tumbling back, falls back over barcode and kind of lands on his back, flailing, mm-hmm. arms and legs flailing like a turtle. Um, <laughs> and Kazar immediately, like, the people's elbows down onto him and, like, pins him down. Mm-hmm. So now this little man is kind of, uh, is mm-hmm. kind of flailing. Yeah. Um, but pinned and kind of, uh, uh, nullified. And the first thing Rhea says is, put him in the elevator. We should put him in the elevator. We should get him out of here 
so that we have full... We should put him in the elevator and send him to the ground floor. All right, well, let's cuff him first. And the cuffs that I had but weren't attached, I I cuff him first. Okay, you do that. Yay. Um, <laughs> and uh, 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 Kazar, Napster, and Barcode kind of <laughs> lift him up by the shoulders and uh, toss him into the elevator and okay. press the button for the ground floor. And the doors close and they go down. Neat. We did it, team. All right, I run over to the computer and start like redoing what I did earlier to hack into it. Okay, and then I um I call Rhea over like because like, she's the one who has the message that she wants mm-hmm. to send out. Um the the thing that you did before doesn't work, so you will have to hack in a different okay. way, which means you're going to do a different role. Sure. Uh, which means we're going to have you do ingenuity and tech again. Okay. While the doctor's hacking, I want to look out the window, but we'll resolve that afterward. Okay. It's going to be a na 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 nineteen. Ooh. Na 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 nineteen. Yes. Okay. That that does it. Yeah. You get into the system. You find, uh, as well as finding like full transport logs for everyone that's been plucked out of time at the end of their time stream, mm-hmm. as well as finding a full manifest. You find. A- so much more information. You find uh, pitch documents to governments and organizations. You find PowerPoint presentations for, like, how their operation works. So you find, like, corporate infrastructure. You find much more information than either you or Rhea were expecting to find. Uh, like, like terabytes of data. And the first thing Rhea says is, okay, I'm led to believe that you can do something called an upload to something called the hypernet. If we can give that out to the public domain uh, and so that people can see it, uh, what uh, what epoch talent is doing, we can bring them down because once once it's public knowledge, governments and companies are going to want to distance themselves, and that's it. That's the end of the operation. So that's all we have to do, and we're done. We can leave. Well, we may not get out of the building in one piece, but we can we can end it here and now. I do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to um, uh, uh, like uh, bigleaks.horse and yeah. you. <laughs> yep. And and it turns out that's a weird website and was not what you were looking for. Um, But I get real distracted, so I'm there for a long time. (laughs) Double woof. Anyway, Uh, you go you you uh, you go to whatever the equivalent of like uh, like Dropbox or Google Drive is at the time, Mm -hmm. and you just start uploading stuff. Okay. Um, And it doesn't take very long because the internet in the future very very fast, Mm -hmm. especially when it's a big corporation. And that's it. Uh, And uh, and, uh, Rhea says, okay, so I think, um, I think that's, I think that's it. I think we're, I think we've done it. Happens. <sighs> awfully simple. All we have to do is get out of this building in one piece. Um, I think I might have a way of solving that. Um, so let's, um, everyone get, do we, do, do we trust the elevator at this point? Should we take the stairs or should we? Huh? Well, that's an interesting point to bring up. Um, because you turn to the elevator, um, and you see, you're now noticing that same purple transmitter at the top and the bottom, like, uh, in the exhibits, and you're now seeing laser glass in front of it. And standing on the other side of the laser glass, in the great glass elevator, is, uh, is Russell Turner. And he says, uh, well, I can't say I'm totally shocked. But it's it's all out there now. Everything that Epoch Talent have been doing, you've you've uploaded it straight to LimeWire, and it's gonna. <laughs> His brother. Because <laughs> I says that's that's not cool, dude. To me. 
Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Russell, Russell Turner says, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I, I caught the end of what you were doing. I heard what you said. You're right. Like, this company can't survive once, once this information is public knowledge. Like, governments have been able to get away with this kind of stuff because it wasn't out there in the public domain. And now it is. So, and he, he reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out a gun. And, uh, he says, uh, you know, the funny thing about this job is I really like it and I'm very good at it. And that's a great skill set. You know, that's a really good skill set. People like me, we're in demand. We'll always be in demand. People like you, ideologists, if that's the word, like idealists, I guess is probably the real word. As he pulls out a gun, Millie's going to kind of try to shift her way to kind of get between like the doctor and Travis and mm-hmm. like just kind of more aggressive, abrasive, like yeah. being a little protective kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, and Turner continues. Wait, so your skill set is liking it and being good at it. That's not. No, really I like, a- I like that I'm good at my job and my skill set is that I'm good at my job, idiot. Like, don't be obtuse. It's what you said. Listen, my, hey. My, I have a, I have a trait that I'm argumentative, so that's why I'm playing. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm talking on the fly here, okay? I'm doing my best. You guys have made this really difficult. This is a, this is a bad day at work. This is a bad day at you're work. You're having a bad day at work. You're, you're supposed to be dead or why missing. does everyone keep sorry, saying that sorry you- you're right that's bad missing presumed that's what you're supposed to be right now and you're not you god you're lucky do you know what you missed you're still here boy howdy travis you should have had a unpleasant death unkind death and we saved you from that. And this is how you repay us? You were going to turn him into a slave in your factory. Don't, don't change the subject. It's the same subject. You're talking about non-consensually putting someone into a life of servitude. When we when we foiled your plans originally, when they escaped, you were going to send them to work in a work camp. That is... I can't believe that humanity is still this barbaric by the 51st century. You're supposed to be the great and bountiful human empire at this point. The great and bountiful human hasn't Wait, no, been. Nope, that's wrong. What's what? What did you call it earlier? It's just the Earth Alliance. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to be the Earth Alliance. You're supposed to be the best of humanity. You're not you're not supposed to be subjugating people into into these boxes, into these into these hovels anymore. What is wrong with you? We are the best of humanity. This business is pretty great. If your business was great, then why do you have to keep it secret? Ah, because you see, the thing about people is they don't. Oh, like shut up. Okay, you know what? You guys no, made... shut up. You guys You're going to made... listen for a second. You stole us. You stole our lives, and you put us on display, and you say you did it to save our lives. But you know I what? Mean, also to make a profit. But... but that's just it. There are lives, for better or for worse. Look at this, and he motions to the window. It's like, Look at this. Never in my life did I think I would see something like this with my own two eyes. But that's not good enough for people like you. You need to ruin lives of people who died thousands of years ago just so you can feel something when you are on the cusp of everything. This this is... I never... My life has been lived in books and now i see this massive future city where you can 
pull people from time and build robots and there are three-legged green men who work side-by-side humans as if it's nothing. That... The audacity that you would have... I... Yeah? This is all I ever wanted, and... It feels well, cheap. You're welcome. It feels cheap because you're welcome. But it feels cheap because you forced you're, it upon you're me. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, no, no. He never would have seen this. We had to break him out of a cell for him to see right. this. You would have locked him in a plastic display case of the time that you think you're saving him from. You don't get to say you're welcome. He's not thanking you. Okay. You know what? I've had time to think about what you just said two seconds ago, and. You're right. You you deserve to see your Earth's future. You deserve to see the city. You deserve to see the skyline. And as it happens, that's kind of part of my plan anyway, because, you know, we can't keep operating here. The authorities are going to be here any minute because of the information you guys leaked. So I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start over uh, somewhere else, um, which is super easy to do. Um and he, he pulls out another device from his pocket, like a smartphone, and he taps on it with his thumb, and he puts it back in, and he says, so so you guys are going to get to see a bit more of the city. Um, I hope you enjoy it, because it, it won't be a lengthy visit. I mean, I wouldn't start, you know, looking up, you know, great places to eat on Yelp or anything, but, uh, um, yeah, enjoy it. Peace. And then the doors close, and you see the elevator slide down. Um, and that's when you feel under your feet a very gentle rumbling. And you look out the window, and that skyline, that city that you were so captivated by just a moment ago, um, seems to be getting further away, almost as if the building is getting taller, stretching up into the sky. And then you you realise the museum isn't getting taller. It's a spaceship, and it's taking off. <laughs> 